Hello everyone and welcome back again to the Boosting Gains Podcast. I'm your host Cedric and in today's episode I'm actually quite excited about this one. Uh, we're going back to fitness and uh, today I get the chance to speak to my brother or my friend Jordan. Jordan has been competing for quite some time now. Uh, of course we both started off uh, on the amateur level and now he's been able to work hard and, and uh, uh, move himself up into the IFBB Pro League. So in today's conversation, we get to find out a little bit more about who Jordan is. We get to find out how life is like as a competitor or bodybuilder. We get to find out about the different businesses he has going on. We get to find out about uh, our fitness and relationship and a whole lot more. So please stay tuned for this episode. Once again, very, very excited for this one. And guys, just stay tuned and uh, here we go. Man, I just want to say thank you so much for coming through. I really, really appreciate you. And uh, for this episode, let's just start it off by saying, um, Jordan, uh, tell us a l- little bit about yourself. All right. Uh, well, uh, my name is Jordan Hull. Um, reside here in Atlanta, Georgia, originally from New York. Uh, probably been here for about three years now. I'm a uh, full-time uh, IT professional working uh, with Microsoft. Uh, part-time personal trainer, part-time professional bodybuilder. Um, yeah, I think that's that's a pretty good synopsis of what who I am for now. All right, so Jordan, did you grow up here in uh, Atlanta? I did not. Nope. I was uh, actually born in Hartford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Uh, raised in New York. Uh, lived in uh, Nashville, Tennessee for let's see, I want to say my junior year of high school, all the way through. Uh, what, three years ago, so 2017. Mm. So I was up there for quite some time. Um, so I don't even know if I should even claim New York anymore at this point. But um, but yeah, um, didn't grow up here, but been here since 2017. Um, kind of a, a slight adjustment, I would say, uh, just from the speed of Nashville. Mm-hmm. Mad slow. Mm. Wasn't really meant for us if you know what i mean um but um but yeah since i've moved uh, you know my mother and my sister still live in tennessee so i go back there and visit quite often that's the reason why you guys moved to i mean you moved to tennessee because your parents moved down there parents moved us down there Mm um my dad my father used to work for uh gaylord entertainment Mm -hmm. so they have like a bunch of uh like big resorts around around the u.s texas dc nashville I think they have one in Florida as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, so you got recruited there and moved us down there. Mm-hmm. So, so what about college? Did you go to college? I did. I went to the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. Uh, pledged Phi Beta Sigma by the way. Follow eight. You know what I mean? Zai Upsilon. Uh, shout out to him. Um, graduated with my uh, my engineering or technology management degree, uh, and that kind of got me into IT. So, um, you know, started out as a uh, as a business analyst, um, you know, specifically for like ERP systems, which is basically just an IT system that runs your operations. Um, then I did some consulting for about, I want to say maybe two, three years. Mm-hmm. Um, then I got a little burnt out on consulting, came back to uh, project management. So I started at, pro- at project management probably in 2014. And by the time, let's see, 2015, 2016 came around, um, you know, got promoted into a program manager, 
and then just been doing that ever since. Mm. So been a program in program management for now almost five years, almost going on six mm. at the end of the year, this year. Got you. So Jordan, the next thing I wanted to touch upon is you know I mean you did uh, open up with. Um, you know, of course, you're in the IT industry. You also have a few things going on for you, such as uh, being a trainer, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Um, any other businesses or endeavors that you're currently pursuing? Yeah, I don't know how I just left that out. But yeah, <laughs> I also do, um, I also have my own fitness brand. It's uh, Artistic Muscle. So I uh, actually started that in 2015 with mm-hmm. uh, my partner, Joshua. Um so that that brand is basically built around the fitness industry. It was uh, intentionally created for, or initially created for, uh, you know, us to start our own gym, right? Mm. So, um, you know, I think me and JJ both had a, a passion for fitness. I was in CrossFit at the time. Mm. He was just starting bodybuilding, but he's always been into fitness okay. and stuff. We'll 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 get to that. Okay. okay? So right. I don't. Sorry for cutting you off. No, you're good. Get you're to good. that point. Okay. So with all these things that you have going on, just tell us how do you manage or balance your time when it comes to you know you are a full-time it mm-hmm. guy you compete you have a business you train people mm-hmm. um how do you go about managing and balancing all of this man things? every week i i pretty much start my week writing down writing down things that i have uh basically in whip at, the, at any given point in time so mm-hmm. uh, i track my orders basically uh, every day so anytime I get an order, it's right on there, right there on my phone. So I can plan accordingly. To order that. for the business. For the business, for okay. artistic muscle. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we have like our supplements, our apparel, um, any inquiries that come through. It's all right there on my phone. Um, my job, I can basically run on my phone unless I have to present some stuff or whatever the case is. But every Sunday, um, right after church, I kind of go through and say, all right, this is what I have on my plate. All right, I've got client one, two, three, four, five. Uh, they sent me check-ins. I need to update this. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got these few orders I need to fulfill. I've got these inquiries I need to kind of uh, you know circle back on. Um, and, and on top of that, like my shows, I have these shows that I'm going to be competing in this mm-hmm. year. Yep. You know, this is where I am this week. I do my weekly check-ins with myself and my coach. So um, that's really how I manage my time, man, is just writing stuff down. Mm. I have a whole journal, basically, that I, that I detail out everything. So, mm. um, like, even this, I was like, all right, I have this, have to write it down. I have this thing with, with Cedric initially on Saturday, mm-hmm. um, which I had to do some work. But I had this on Tuesday. And, you know, every day I mark, mark stuff off, That's just right. like a to-do list. So do you have any clients that you have to meet, like, in person and stuff? I do. I do. Um, so I try to limit that for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, just because my schedule is so busy, there's no way I can fit a lot of clients. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, um, those that do want to kind of meet in person, I let them know, like, hey, here's my training slots. Mm-hmm. You can get in with these other individuals. Mm-hmm. If they're not comfortable with doing the, the group training, then... Uh, you know, we'll have to do some something else, whether it be uh, a virtual training mm-hmm. or, um, you know, just do some online training or whatever the case is. So, um, but for the most part, you know, I train in the mornings with a few clients and in the evenings and then obviously my, you know, 9 to 5, I'm really 9 to 4.30, 8, 4, 8 to 4.30, mm-hmm. I'm in, uh, I'm at the house. So just doing my full-time job with IT, so. Gotcha. All right, so... Got a very good question for you. Let's see how, how, how good your memory is. How did we first meet? Lee Haney, 2016. 2016. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We competed in the same class, 
same show, just sitting there backstage, and we just got started chopping it up, yeah. and ever since then, it's been been history. So that's right. So that brings me to your competitive or your competition uh, career, mm-hmm. we can call it. Sure. Uh, Please uh, tell us a, a little bit about that. When did you start competing? What got you into the sport? How is it going? And uh, yeah. what's the next step for you? All right, yeah. So, um, so I actually got into the sport. So uh, I think uh, I alluded to this earlier. I was in CrossFit before. So after I finished college, um, you know, I started getting into CrossFit, wanted to stay healthy, whatever, because you know you don't have the the activities that you're doing every day while you're in school and undergrad. So I uh, got into CrossFit, started doing that competitively, mm-hmm. um, didn't really take it serious as far as like nutrition and stuff. I would still like go out, drink, party, blah, blah, blah. Did you play any sport in college though? I did not play any sports in college. I did like intramurals, you know, um, basketball, football, stuff like that. But, um, but outside of that, mm. no. Okay. But it still worked out. You know what I mean? I was, I was fairly, uh, fairly in shape in college. Um, but obviously, you know, drink, eat, whatever I wanted. Yeah. So, uh, got into CrossFit when I got out of college, kind of stuck to that a bit. Uh, JJ, who's my business partner, actually did a, a competition in 2015. I think it was like Music City Muscle. How did you meet him in college? Yeah. Yeah. He okay. was actually my frat brother. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so I pledged him into, into Sigma. Okay. Yeah, so we, we kind of became close just because we liked working out so um outside of the fraternity but uh he did a, a competition in 2015 and then i want to say maybe a couple months later he was like man you should do a competition ball i'm like i don't think i have the discipline to do it mm. because i still like my freedom mm. i still like going Drink out and partying and i still that. like the party i was yeah. still young blah 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 and he was like man you could do it blah, blah blah so i started easing into it right what year was this this was 2016 okay all right but uh even going back even further before jj did this in 2014 i made a a bet with my dad that i was gonna get to a certain body fat percentage before he lost like 20 pounds right um so this was in february 2014 Mm -hmm. so in uh my bad in um may of 2014 i actually lost my father to uh to leukemia Mm. so um, you know, I was, I kind of went into like a little downward spiral, kind of went into a little depression, started drinking, blah, blah, blah. And that's when, you know, I started getting a little bit more into fitness because I needed something to take my mind mm-hmm. off of that. But uh, when JJ kind of put that in front of me as, hey, why don't you just do this? Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, that could be something that I could do and reach the goal that I set with my dad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, so that's always been a driver for me. Um, that bet that I met that I made with my father before he passed. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, you know, I've just kind of been sticking to that ever since. Mm. So, did my first competition in 2016 uh, in Nashville. I think it was it was a, it was a local show, but I did the Flex Lewis Classic 2016. Uh, did Lee Haney where I met you in 2016. That's so interesting because. Looking back, I would have never thought that was one of your first shows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that was my first year, man. So, um, so I did all that in 2016. I think 2017, I did did a couple shows. Uh, I think I did my first national show and got waxed. Mm. I think it was yeah, Team U. That was 2017. Mm-hmm. Team yeah. Universe. Got my first 16th place. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> so that was an eye-opener. I was like, oh, man. So... Um, 
then uh, 20, yeah, so that was uh, the end of 2017 is when I, or beginning of 2017 is when I moved uh, down here to Atlanta. And, you know, this this fitness world down here is completely different from Nashville. Nashville yeah. So it's like you got to focus even, you know, 10 times harder. You got so many other people that are teaching you stuff, you know, kind of giving you game, blah, blah, blah. So that was even more uh, more inspiration for me to keep, continue to go, right? Mm-hmm. More motivation to keep you know, keep at it, whatever mm-hmm. the case is. So, um, so yeah, I did competed in a few shows, 2017, uh, 2018. I think I did my first, um, my second uh, national qualifier where I played crack top ten. Finally, mm-hmm. that was Junior Nats, the one mm-hmm. you know you, you placed in. Mm-hmm. Um, then I went to Miami in 2019. How was that? Left left with a sour taste in my mm. mouth, um, and then I did I did like four or five shows last year in 2020, mm-hmm. and that's where I obtained my my pro qualification. Yeah, got so. you. It's been a long journey, man. Mm. Been a long journey. Okay, so when it comes to you know you uh, you competing, of course now with you being pro, mm-hmm. um, what's next for you? And and I know you did mention like you know the better the bet that you have with your dad and everything. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I mean, somebody could look at you and be like, you've well exceeded that goal sure. uh, and everything. So at this point, what's next for you? Honestly, man, um, yeah, I'm going to continue to go, continue to keep competing. Uh, I would like to, uh, obviously, once you make it to, I won't say even once you make it to, I think once you step on stage for the first time and you um, you kind of have that competitive uh, nature kind of instilled upon you want to be the best, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, eventually I want to make it to the Olympia. But, um, you know, I know that's going to take some time. You know, I'm not going to come out the gate and be like, all right, I'm the hottest thing on, out mm-hmm. here on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to get my Olympia qualification, whatever. So uh, I'm going to probably do a couple shows this year, um, kind of see where I level up with the, the competition mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, probably, you know, take take another assessment on, you know, what I need to do going forward in 2021 mm-hmm. or 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, just uh, continue to keep my head down, work, and uh, stay on top of that. So, okay, to build my brand. So, on the topic of competing, now, this is one that I've heard in the industry or, you know, I hear at the gym and things like that. and just kind of wanted to get your take on it. Um, you know, I've heard the saying where... Uh, a lot of the pros or even the amateurs will say that, um, yeah, you got to pay your dues. Mm-hmm. You got to pay your dues. And what they're trying to say is, let's say if you if you're a pro, and this actually happens mostly on the pro level, that as a newcomer, you have to pay your dues in terms of like being on stage or like, I, I don't know what, what the exact criteria is, mm-hmm. but you have to pay your dues in order to get the recognition. Yep. Um, what do you think about that? Before I share my opinion, um, I, I I think I think it's true, right? You, you do have to pay your dues. Like I said, unless you're just genetically gifted, where you can come out of the amateurs and you can already compete with the pros and like like you know the top Olympians, whatever the case is, you're gonna have to be you're gonna have to run the gauntlet a bit. You know what I'm saying? The, the judges have to see you. They're, you you're essentially a no name, right? So the first time you step on stage, your body may look great, but there's also 20, 30 other guys that look great. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So, And they've seen them, you know, five, six, seven times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you might not get, uh, you know, the first look, your first couple shows or whatever the case is. But 
Um, I think that's what they mean by paying your dues. Continue to get in front of the judges mm. so they can keep seeing you. And they're like, all right, well, you know, he's dedicated to the sport. He's dedica- dedicated to competing. He keeps getting better every show. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to start looking for you, right? Like, oh, he's here again. Like, let me check him out. He, let's see how he looks this time. Mm. And maybe your, your placings continue to go up. Mm. Uh, maybe they go back if, mm. you, if you start regressing. But, um, you know, I think really, like, the way that you have to pick your shows, you got to pick it strategically mm. you know what i'm saying so um i think with different shows and different judges they look they like different looks that's right you know there's a baseline criteria but at the end of the day you know the head judge has the you know the final say mm. so if that's the look they're leaning towards that's the look they're leaning towards if they mm. want a big bulky look mm-hmm. you may not get it they want a streamlined you know more lean look mm-hmm. that may be it so mm. it's kind of got to play your cards right okay got you that kind of clarifies a lot because um for me I never really understood what they meant by that, and mm-hmm. what, what I mean by that is, of course, we we all um, like me and you, we we keep track or we pay attention to these shows that that happen, right? Mm-hmm. And we see people, and I'm, I'm like, hold on, this guy placed 16, mm-hmm. and look at this fifth place guy, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And he looks. I mean, there is no doubt that the 16th place guy looks so much better than the fifth place guy, mm. and we just we just um, wonder like what happened over there right yeah. um and i guess people will say oh because he has to pay his dues because he's a new guy mm-hmm. right um, and some of it may be just a simple fact like pictures don't tell you everything mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it could have been like yeah in, in a picture he may look great mm-hmm. but that stage presence was trash your posing was trash that could also take you know kind of take a factor into That's how right. you place it so um that's what i hear a lot of times it's like um, yeah, the pictures, he looks good if I compare these two, blah, blah, blah. And that's what, that's what I kind of hold on to when I look at my Miami placing. <laughs> Excuse me. There was people that finished ahead of me in Miami. If I look at the pictures, even, you know, even when I was backstage, I probably looked better than them. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just didn't feel like I got the right look. But that's, Do you think like maybe they had a better presentation or uh, uh, quite possibly? I, I don't know. I don't really. I don't wasn't really paying too much attention mm-hmm. to that. But um, I mean, you know, I didn't finish 16th, but at the end of the day, I feel like I, I probably should have finished a little bit ahead of right. some. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, pictures don't tell you everything, man. So mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta kind of be there to to see what it uh, what the competition actually looks like, how people are flowing on stage, mm-hmm. all of that. Got you. So, um, Jordan, my next question for you, and this has to do with uh, with even fitness, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of like the politics, right? Is there anything like you can say about it? Is it is it all? Does it all have to do with the uh, paying your dues thing, or there there is more like um, let's say if you are with a certain coach, they can they can look out for you, or like they might know some judges, or you know how it goes. Yeah. What do you think about that as well? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I've heard stories of you know, you know, judges favoring coaches, athletes, or whatever the case is. But I don't know how true that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think on the amateur level, I think we've seen some things that would be like, how the hell yeah. did that happen? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There was even a show last year that I was, or not last year, uh, 2019 that I was involved in, where. We we did our prejudging, and one of the guys, uh, one of the athletes' coaches, was closely 
related to the sponsor or the promoter, the head promoter. I think maybe maybe even the head judge. I don't know. Um, but he was like in like maybe sixth place, mm. right? In my class, mm-hmm. and and the evening, the uh, the night show, we ended up coming out and they judged us again, and then he ended up winning. Mm. I was like, wait a mm. minute, that that don't mm. seem it right. doesn't happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I mean, I'm I'm quite sure that there is some like some fishy stuff that happens mm-hmm. here and there, but uh, you know, for the most part, I think um, you know most judges judge things fairly. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go back and get your feedback, you know they're they're pretty thorough mm-hmm. for the most part. Some are kind of generic, and they give everyone the same feedback, and you're like, okay, well, how am I going to get yeah. better? You know what I mean? You yeah. told this guy the same thing. Yeah, I I don't know, but mm-hmm. uh, there's probably there probably is some politics there, but. You know, we don't see all of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. Last question for you when it comes to competing. Mm-hmm. Um, since you've been doing this for a while, how does that uh, interfere? Or like when you're in a relationship, how do you Ooh. work that? How do you work work that um, having a relationship and having uh, being a competitor? I feel like even being a competitor in itself is like, you know, it's a dedicated it's a relationship in its own. It so you're trying to balance the actual relationship with these. How do you go about that? Man, that's uh, competition life is a like full-time job. You know what I'm saying? So you got competition, competition life, your full-time job, your relationship. It's all you, you really just have to balance all three. Mm. I've been, let's see, shoot, I think maybe all but two years I was in a relationship. You know, while I was competing, mm-hmm. and it definitely was—it was hard, man. It was hard on her. It was hard on me. How like, so? So, just with with time, right? Um, my one one of my past relationships, she was also very busy because she was an athlete as well, but she wasn't like a bodybuilder. She wasn't competing. She was um, uh, a professional, like like dancer for an NBA team. Okay. So you know, she was uh, she was busy just like me. So she Traveling? had her full time job. Not nah. nah. She, it would it would just be home. Okay. But she had her full time job. She had, uh, you know, her practices and all of that stuff. And then she had like management outside of that. That you obligations outside of what you had to do for practice. Mm-hmm. So it was like we all had our own little three lanes, and just trying to make that work was just tough. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There was times where like I would get home mad late from training. She would get home mad late from work or training, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we would just barely spend time together. We wouldn't really talk, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even on the weekends, we tried to make time and it was just like, she had obligations on the weekends because that's when they play and stuff like that. And it's like, it was just tough. So Mm. now don't you think like a person like that with such busy schedule or actually quite similar schedule will understand where you coming from? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we definitely had an understanding, but it was just. It was just hard for us to make time for each other. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the times where you like, um, you know, maybe somebody wants to do X, Y, and Z, and then the other one's like, eh, I don't really feel like doing that. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, like we don't get enough time as it is. Like, mm-hmm. let's just do it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's so it's it's kind of like you got to find that balance of what's good for you and what's good for them, and then make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, unfortunately, that that one didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. So. You know the two years that I was I was single and and, and competing, it was it was easier, mm. but um, just because I only had to worry about me. That's right. You know what I mean? And it's they say bodybuilding is a very selfish sport, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which it is. 
Um, but you know, when you have a relationship, you've got to think about, you know, okay, well, I've got to eat this. Mm-hmm. She wants to eat X, Y, and Z. Like, how can I make this work? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or I got to get eight hours of sleep, but she wants to go out and do this. It's like, uh, you know, it's just given a give and take right. situation. There. So going forward, what 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 are you doing to? Because you're still competing. Yeah, still competing. So what are you what are you doing to fix that? Well, the good thing is, is like my girl is, uh, she's very busy right now too. You know, what I mean, she's uh, she's in a MBA program. Um, you know, she's studying her butt off. So it's like when I'm tired, she's like, okay, well, I'm gonna stay up and study. I'm like, cool, no problem. Yeah. When I get up at four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, she's still asleep, mm-hmm. no problem. Um, but uh, you know, she's she's very understanding. I'm understanding of her her time, uh, her time commitments with school. Um, and she's very supportive. So as long as you have that supportive person that's also understanding, relationships can work. Mm. But as long as, but communication is essential. You mm. know what I'm saying? So uh, you communicate effectively. I mean, you know, you you you're engaged now. So it's like you you just gotta have that communication instilled in your relationship to where you're like, all right, well, I'm gonna do this competition, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be 14 weeks mm-hmm. of just brutal work mm-hmm. or long days and I just need you to support me and understand mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. as long as you communicate effectively with your partner like mm-hmm. things should be fine yeah and you know from my experience I think in the past what I've seen is initially um, especially for uh, people that are not in the industry or don't understand mm-hmm. uh, what goes into it I think on the outside they think that since you compete since you have the dedication and you know you can commit to mm-hmm. doing um, a prep for what sometimes 18 weeks or more right yep. um and of course you look great mm-hmm. so they're like okay this guy uh, is, 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 is someone that is gonna work out mm-hmm. but as time goes on they get burnt out from the lifestyle true. right very true because you know you guys are probably not going out much to eat or even when y'all do you you taking your own food with right, you, right? Right, right, right. Um, and you're very committed to that relationship of being a quote unquote bodybuilder, mm-hmm. right? Um, and yeah, just they, you know, it doesn't work out because they don't understand and then they want more attention and things like that. But yeah, um, I mean, right now I'm very very fortunate that my fiance really understands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like when it's competition time or when it's time to zone zone in, she really understands. She's supportive and that really really helps because if not for that then you know pretty much your relationships will not will not work out something's gonna take you know? a hit yeah. whether it be your prep your, or your relationship yeah. so be it be it you have to just ignore that competition life mm-hmm. and go for the relationship or just ignore the relationship right. I guess, right 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 um but yeah now the last thing uh jordan for uh fitness the topic of fitness is if someone wants to get into competing or they want to get into having a better lifestyle better um healthy lifestyle Mm -hmm. right even if they're not competing sure uh you know i have a a lot of friends um that they have a problem with their diet or their workouts and things like that how can somebody just come in and and you being a trainer you probably had a lot of experience on that so let's say if somebody wants to start tomorrow or whatever what is a good way for them to get into having a healthier lifestyle yeah i mean i would say the first thing um the first thing that i would say to get to get prepared for it is to kind of prepare your mental right mm. your mindset has to be kind of intact to where you're like all right i'm committing to making a lifestyle change right so 
obviously there's going to be nutritional changes there's going to be uh, physical changes that you'll have to endure mm -hmm. but uh, a lot of people don't understand the importance of nutrition you know what i'm saying so it's even like you get into um any of my new clients come in i'm like what do you eat today what does your normal regimen look like today and they're like Oh, I have a salad from Chick-fil-A with grilled chicken. They think they're doing good. Healthy. Yeah. But I'm like, all right, so what's what about the dressing? Mm. What about the cheese? Mm. All this other stuff that you're adding on top that you probably don't need mm. that has these sugars, mm. these processed things in, inside of mm -hmm. it that's, you know, not really great for your body. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong, calories, calorie watching is great. But uh, at the end of the day, you've got to put like whole nutritious foods into your body, right? right? So, um, you know, sugar, I think, is like the the body's just like dynamite. Mm. You know what I'm saying? As soon as you start consuming a bunch of sugar, it's going to store it as fat, right? Because mm. it's going to be harder to burn, harder mm. to burn. Uh, and then people have this, uh, this, this conversation that carbs are bad, which there's two different types of carbs. You know what I'm saying? People are not really inf uh, well informed about that. Mm -hmm. Um and then fats, obviously, they don't know what's good fats, what's bad fats, whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. So any any person that comes to me, I, I kind of get an understanding of what they eat today, mm -hmm. um, kind of break down their body type, um, you know, where they are with their age, kind of assess their their um, their metabolism, mm -hmm. their BMR, all that stuff. And then from there, I can basically look at, all right, here's what we need. Here's what your body burns at rest. Mm. Uh, here's what we're doing from an activity standpoint, mm -hmm. and here's where we want to go to do weight loss, mm. right? So, uh, or or weight gain or muscle gain, whatever the case is. So, um, so really, just try to prepare your mental for that that physical uh, physical change as far as you know what what you're going to be putting on your body, mm -hmm. and then uh, you know understand that you're not going to be able to eat the same things that you were eating before, mm. you know. So. Um, those are the, those are the two key things that I always tell everyone that starts. Mm. What about the person, for instance, like my fiance, who is on her feet pretty much all day, mm -hmm. right? Very very busy. Mm -hmm. uh, she she works in the pharmacy, mm -hmm. pharmacist, so very very busy and stuff like that. How can such a person get in? Let's say if they want to come into a healthier lifestyle and everything, how can they get in? The proper nutrients with you know being in such a busy 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 environment yeah that's that's a good one um so I, I think you just really have to find that balance right so um everyone gets a lunch break you know what i mean you can't yeah, not not for pharmacists they don't get lunch no. breaks no because once like... they leave the pharmacy everything shuts down and they cannot afford to 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 shut everything down they don't have rotations no. or nothing like that okay no. well <laughs> that's a, that's a little different um how, how many hours straight does she uh, work? Maybe like eight to ten. Eight to ten hours straight, no breaks. That is unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I'll tell you this. Even nurses in, get breaks. In the company policy, it does tell them that, yeah, of course, take a break, this and that. But once they get there with how busy everything is, yeah. it, it doesn't happen. Wow. Yeah. That, doesn't that sounds like a so, issue. So for someone like that, like let's say if this person was your client and they they came to you and complained like, yo, I can't get my meals in due to how busy I am and this and that. Can they drink? They could. So I guess I would say, you know, let's focus on just getting like that first meal in for breakfast, mm -hmm. that evening meal, and then mm -hmm. in between, you're just going to have to use a protein shake, there right? Um if you can't sit down and actually consume a meal, mm -hmm. you're gonna have to use one that's on the go. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's the 
easiest way to mm-hmm. to, to kind to of maneuver around yeah. that that spot. Yeah. Um, but then also you got to look at what what your macronutrient intake is, right? So is three meals I call it you know the protein shake a meal, but mm-hmm. is two meals and a protein shake gonna get you to, to your goal you yeah. know what i mean yeah like if you're trying to gain weight that's probably not going to be enough mm-hmm. um maybe if you're trying to lose or you're trying to maintain, maintain it's possible yeah. yeah but um but yeah you just have to tailor it to, mm-hmm. to that person's goals for the most part okay sounds good jay we're gonna dive into your business right yeah. artistic muscle sure so how did that come about what's the goal for this business mm-hmm. um and yeah just uh Tell us a little bit more about, about that project, that Paul. Sure, sure, sure. So our Artistic Muscle was founded in 2015. Um, like I said, it was really going to, to kind of start as a foundation for what we wanted to do in the future when that was to open a gym. Mm. It still is to open a gym. Um, so, you know, we started out with just just the Nashville area kind of, you know, socializing. Hey, here's our brand. This is what we're doing. Starting to do some personal training, blah, 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 group classes. So just do some, like some small things. <clears throat> out in the park with a few people and we just open it up for free you know mm-hmm. what I mean? like, like just just to socialize the brand right um over time you know that gained some traction we had more people like asking for like little shirts because we'd pass out little shirts sell little shirts um and that kind of uh scaled to like creating a line for men and women apparel fitness apparel yeah all right so i'm like all right we, we could do that We'll do like limited releases with still the, the, the focus being, all right, we're going to do personal training, continue to scale our clients, and then open a gym. And we'll just sell all of our own stuff in our gym. Mm. So, um, you know, we started picking up clients, started doing some things there, started socializing the, the brand. Then we started designing apparel. Mm-hmm. Um, those would sell out. We'd go to little expos that are local expos. Um, you know, but, oh, you guys are artistic muscle. Like, oh, I've been following you guys. Like, oh, cool, cool, cool. So, like I said, we started getting some traction in Nashville. And all this time, you were working full-time. Still working full-time. What about um, your partner, your business partner? Yep, he was working full-time, full-time. as well. Okay. So we were doing this as uh, as best we can, part-time, you know, on the weekends, in the evening, whatever. Um, but it was it was very small. It was manageable at the time. You know what I mean? So it wasn't uh, too time-consuming. It wasn't like we were teaching a class of 500 and we have virtual classes all that we weren't doing all mm. that so um i want to so that was 2015 2016 2017 is when i moved to atlanta mm-hmm. and all of that kind of slowed down right mm-hmm. so like um i would say that i have more of the 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 legs to the to the company uh and and jj's kind of like uh the wrench turner in the background you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um, without us being in the same city, it was a little complicated for us to kind of make things oh, work. Right. Yeah. So, um, so while I was trying to really find uh, my niche here in Atlanta, we kind of put a halt on operations up in Nashville. Like we didn't really do much. We didn't drop any new releases. We, uh, I stopped training my clients up there. I was just like, hey, I just don't really have the capacity to do it. And I was taking on a new job, buying a home. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. So twenty six seventeen. We basically didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. 2018, me and JJ reconvened at Junior Nationals, mm-hmm. and we were like, yo, what are we going to do to scale our business? Mm-hmm. What are we going to do to make our our brand different than others, right? So we started you know, brainstorming some things, and we were like, oh, why don't we, why don't we do this? Why don't mm-hmm. we do that? About late 2018, mm-hmm. 
uh, early 2019, we started talking about supplements, right? So we were like, hey, why don't we just do supplements? I was just like, uh, I don't really know too much about like BCAAs, pre-workout, and the, the actual ingredients, what you should in, do. Okay, yeah. I was like, I just take good ones, and that's it. That's you know true, what I'm saying? Yeah. So he, he started actually working at NutriShop in yeah. Nashville, and he picked up a lot of knowledge. Do you think you guys having that conversation influenced him getting that job in there to kind of see the insides of maybe some of the supplements and well he actually had that before so okay so he was say, working at that at yeah. the, okay, mm-hmm. okay so he kind of picked up a lot of knowledge um excuse me um before we actually started having that conversation i was he was like well i already took this class i already know this blah 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 and i'm like all right well let's do some let's do some research let's kind of uh kind of peep the market pick some brains and uh you know we'll we'll definitely launch this in 2020 because mm. we were like all right 2020 has got to be our year yeah you know what i mean because you know we took a break in 2017 we were competing in 2018 so we still didn't really do too much it wasn't until late 2018 2019 where we started picking we up other stuff. And stuff yeah right so we had like a release in 2019 mm-hmm. which did really well we had more expos in 2019 which did well um and now 2020, we were like, all right, we're going to drop this mm. this new product, right? So um, so 2020 came. We had everything lined out. Then, boom. COVID. COVID, right? <laughs> so so COVID hit. We were, yeah. It was actually supposed to drop in January. Mm. But COVID literally delayed us five months. Mm. So we didn't drop it until May. But when it dropped, it, it, it was an interesting success. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was a lot of people that were interested about the product. Um you know, everybody that tasted tasted the pre workout BCAAs, they were like, "This is great. Mm. Doesn't give me the jitters." Blah blah mm. blah. And we we talked to our manufacturer and said, "You know, here, this is what we've used in the past, and it has this, 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 and this in it, and it has all this beta alanine, it has all this other stuff. We don't want it to do all that. Oh, we yeah. don't want to feel the little jittery, uh, itchy feeling. We don't want to have a crazy crash at the end. We want just clean energy. You mm. know what I'm saying? So we went through a few different." Um, formulas with the brand uh with the manufacturer and we landed on the one that we have today um which is doing really well um i take it every time i work out mm. um i drink my bcas in the morning when i do my cardio i even drink them during the day because they're really good mm-hmm. but um but yeah that's 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 where the brand is today uh and we are looking to continue to scale it by offering more products so whether it be um like uh CBD muscle cream. That's been something that we've looked into. We've looked into like a CLA, um, another like thermogenic shredder, something like that. Just uh, that's a basically a pill form, mm-hmm. um, and some other things. But because uh, I see you, you even have like the multivitamins. Yeah, we do have multivitamins for men. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to really assess the um, kind of the the need or or, or desire for women's multivitamins uh we did a poll we do really like polls on instagram kind of get get a feel for what they what people want um didn't really get too much feedback on that but uh and then now we're in the midst of doing our new redesign for Mm. our summer line so um and then this year we're also looking at sponsoring a few bodybuilding shows kind of get our name out a little bit more so uh, ultimately, our goal is still to open a gym. We're just trying to make sure that we dot our I's across our T's and get everything kind of situated and continue to build up from there. So, um, so yeah, that's that's where everything is. It's like I said, it's doing really well. 
it's not on the level of you know Cellucor or um, what's the other big ones there? Gat. Gat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not anything BSN. like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. But um, like anything, you know, it takes time. Mm-hmm. Um, just like in bodybuilding, got to pay your dues, if mm-hmm. you will. But um, but yeah, that's that's really where yeah, it, we are right now. And um, I think you already answered this question. But I'll ask anyway, just to see what, what you say. Mm-hmm. So, artistic muscle, right? Or the supplements you have now, your clothing line, um, you know, everything that you have going on. What makes that different from your competitors? Yeah. So, I mean, really, I think a lot of uh, a lot of brands today, um, specifically, like uh, I don't want to call you, but mm-hmm. let me not call mm-hmm. no one out. Um, a lot of brands today kind of market towards like the super fit person, right? Mm. Like, oh, this person has the perfect body. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, and I think, I think with artistic muscle, like when we when we first started, we even marketed to individuals that were just like us. Yeah. Like we weren't really into bodybuilding. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Thing. Lifestyle yeah. individuals, right? We weren't really into bodybuilding at the time. We weren't like super shredded. Like we still had fun. We still wanted to eat out, do mm-hmm. do stuff, whatever. Um, but you know, a lot of the com- other companies you see, like if you look at some of their marketing ads, it's like, oh, look at that super fit girl. Yeah, oh, look at that like super shredded guy. On unattainable. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. It's it, it it kind of um, it I I don't know. It kind of like deflates individuals. Like oh, I can never look yeah. like that. It's like a false marketing. That oh, if they can look like that, they feel like. If I take this product and maybe I put in a little bit of work in the gym, this thing will help me get. I can look just like her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can look. I can have glutes just like her. Yeah. Uh, but um. But yeah, I, I really feel like our. You know, we like to to be inclusive of everyone. We like to kind of make it make it known that you know we're just like you guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're just like everyone else. We 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 like to have fun. We like to party. Um. You can see on my Instagram like. I like to have fun. I like mm. to do stuff. You know mm. what I mean? I like to travel. Um, but I also love to work out. Mm. I have a passion for fitness. Mm. Um, that's why I am into personal training, mm. right? So um, not only do you get, you know, your apparel, you get your supplements, your personal training, and just your all around just a solid organic group of people that just want to see each other each other win. So mm. um, I feel like we're just a little bit more like I won't say more, but I feel like we're down to earth people. Talk to everybody, engage with our social media following, mm-hmm. um, and that's pretty much it. Got you. All <laughs> right. So last thing I'm going to touch upon here hmm. um, is what do you do? At, well, apart from fitness, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you're into, like your hobbies and stuff? All right. Okay. <laughs> well, um, right now the only hobby that I really have is playing with my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Um, outside of, you know, training, work, um, you know, my own training in fitness, you know, Luna is, who's my dog, mm. a Shepherd Husky mix. She's consumes my life, you mm. know what I'm saying? So with her and then my girlfriend, obviously, um, I don't have time to do anything That's else. You know it. what I mean? You like to travel, though. I do like to travel. I do like to travel. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be going to Houston on Friday. Okay. Um, and then uh, I think me and uh, my girlfriend are going to go to Savannah before my prep really gets heavy. Because mm-hmm. I already told her after I start prep. Yeah. 
ain't no ain't no traveling yeah. like that. You know what I yeah. mean? So traveling is not gonna be fun for you. No, 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 yeah. no. Because I hate traveling with my meals, mm-hmm. having all my little baggies mm-hmm. with me and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, I used to be. Um, I, I used to be really big in like drawings and stuff because uh, I, I really love like architecture. Uh, that's actually what my major was before mm. I switched to engineering. Mm. So um, I like to draw structures, like to take photos. Um, I do some modeling on the side, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Man, I don't understand. There is a lot of a lot of fitness people are into drawing. Really? Yeah. A lot of like, well, at least the ones that I follow, like, and sometimes I would not know this about them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they'll have a second page or, like, they'll put, make a post and they're into art. And I think that's probably what draws us to bodybuilding. Like, for me, if somebody asks me, and this is legit how I feel. If mm-hmm. somebody asks me, is bodybuilding a sport? I'll say no. Mm-hmm. It's No, it's not a sport. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say no is because judging is very, very difficult, right? If you take any sport, let's say you take soccer, you take basketball, you take racing, mm-hmm. right? There is a criteria for like, this guy came in first place. There is no debate in it. Right. Like, this cut is clear. what he did. It's cut, right. right? But when you take bodybuilding, it's it's more like a, and I, I <laughs> you know, like no offense to, to, the, to the sport or nothing, but it's more of a pageant in my opinion, right? I mean, yeah, the judging is, is definitely subjective. Subjective, right? But, and I think... I mean, not to say that, you know, of course, like us bodybuilders or competitors, like we are not athletes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I think we have a, an art mind or something. Yep. And it really draws us to like, oh, man, I want to compete or, oh, man, if I go to the gym and I put in this work, which is like you taking a pen or taking a pencil and start to draw or create something, mm-hmm. you see what the end result looks like. And that's what we do. Yeah. Glad you said that. Yeah. Because that is where we came up with the name Artistic Muscle. There you go. All right. <laughs> well, Jordan, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Before you leave, um, one question I have for you is it's a bit of a teaser for uh-huh. uh, a future episode. Okay. You know, yourself being a, a well established African American guy. Mm-hmm. The question I have for you is do you think there's a disconnect between African Americans and Africans? uh maybe maybe a little bit okay i don't think it's mainly just culture um a a lot of african americans i feel like aren't really in touch with african culture Mm. so um you know we're we're westernized Mm. you've lived in ghana Mm. so it's like you're you're very familiar with african culture whereas me i've never been to africa before all i have to do is is go off what I read, okay. what I see. You know, people. I think people have a uh, a misconception that uh, Africa is all dirt roads and huts, and it's mm. like that's not the case. Mm. You know, like one of my best friend, um, he is Nigerian, and he showed me photos of stuff, and I'm like, that's a well developed. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah, it's like it's the same that we got over here. So mm. it's like, um, you know, there's well developed com- countries over in Africa, and uh, I just think there's probably the main disconnect is just the culture, mm. understanding the culture and all that. Cool. Uh, that's uh, an episode coming uh, later down the future or later up in the future. Okay. And uh, I think it's going to be a, a very interesting one where I have a bunch of friends come together, uh, African-Americans, Africans, you know, whatever. We just sit together, have a chat and just try to 
to we'll, we'll talk about this and we'll we'll figure out how we can make this a very okay. interesting yeah i'm down i'm down yes, sir. Yeah. jordan i just want to say a big thank you for coming through uh so much i learned about you today uh really really appreciate what you're doing um even with your business you know following you on instagram some of the things that you post you know and and keep doing what you're doing because it's really really motivational like and that's what i've realized is sometimes you might make a post and you know you just don't don't care about what i don't know like you know we're so much caught up in the likes right mm -hmm. but you don't know who you're motivating especially when you put up like a training video or even like a posing video or something about business or just how you're feeling mm -hmm. that could motivate somebody to get up and, and start something oh for sure you know? definitely so keep doing what you're doing really appreciate you coming here and i can't wait to have you in the next episode hey man no problem i appreciate you having me thanks right, so much man. thank you